Hi guys and welcome back to Midday Match with Livy. Clearly, I am fucking Livy. Oh, hello everybody. God, do I have a lot to update you on this week. Like my week intro is about to be so fucking long because so much shit has happened. Genuinely so much shit. I am surrounded by so many flowers right now. I feel like I'm at a funeral home because I have so many flowers in my apartment. Like I'm genuinely looking around. I have so many dozens of roses here and we're going to get into why I have so many flowers. We're going to get into every single thing, okay? So as you know, it was my motherfucking birthday last weekend and you know what? To say I celebrated is an understatement. I really went all the way fucking out, but we're going to get into my entire birthday weekend. And before I get into what happened in this birthday weekend, which happened to probably be one of the craziest weekends in a while that I've been a part of, I have to introduce you to the man. Did I mention him last episode? Did I mention that fucker? Um, the guy that I went on the date with. Yeah, I don't remember. I feel like I totally like told you guys about him, but I didn't really say anything like that. So I'm going to introduce you to what I want to nickname him. And his nickname is going to be London on the track. You know, have you ever, <laughs> do you ever heard like, it's London on the track. He was like dating Summer Walker. I don't know. I'm giving him that I was going to just name him London, but London on the track just sounded so much better to me. So let me introduce you to London on the motherfucking track, the guy that I was going on a date with last weekend, and so much has happened in a fucking week. I feel like I fully entered a long-term relationship and then ended it within a week. So let's get into that. Friday was my birthday. You're like, okay, we fucking get it. It was your birthday, Livy. Anyways, Friday was my birthday. And Friday started off fun. I was really kind of exhausted, got my ass up, did my berries class because I fucking love berries, posted midday matcha, all was good, all was great, right? I get a text message from London on the track and he is like, I have a small delivery coming for you at 3 p.m. Small little birthday delivery. So I'm over here like, what the f- what the fuck does that mean? A small little birthday delivery. So a bunch of things are running through my head. And I'm like, he definitely got me flowers. But I don't want to assume because everyone says I have too high of expectations. Honest to God, I was like, he got me a Chanel bag. Can we believe it? No, but I was like, oh, I wonder what the fuck it was that he got me. So I'm a little bit nervous at this point, right? And he's like, you're going to have to come down and sign for this delivery. Immediately, I'm like, oh my God, he got me a fucking Chanel. I am so blessed. I'm going to suck his dick. No, and I wouldn't suck dick for a Chanel anyways. And we're going to get into that actually, because that happened this week too. Not that proposition of me sucking dick for a Chanel. I'm just going to tell you guys about it. Let's just get into it. Anyways, I come downstairs and there is London on the track in the middle of 
the street with a bouquet of roses. And this isn't just like a typical, let me get these fuckers from Jewel kind of bouquet of roses. These are from a florist that he will not give me the name of and I am very fucking upset. And so he hands me these flowers and he hands me a bottle of Moet champagne. So I'm like, oh my God, what a fucking boss ass bitch he is. Like, what a king. He really stood out from the pact on this one. Like, this is my vibe. There is nothing more my vibe than a bouquet of roses and a bottle of Moet champagne rosé, might I add. Goddamn, I was like, he is really impressing me. I was just very impressed the fact that he took his time out of his day to come and deliver me roses and champagne. I was like, this is like the nicest thing anybody's ever done for me. So it's hard for me to like tell this story now because I kind of fucking hate him and we'll get into why I kind of fucking hate him. But like at the time I was like, oh, I was like a little bit like, am I in? Do I have a boyfriend? Like, do I have a fucking boyfriend? Because he just really got me champagne and roses. Like, it was nothing but, like, as he should. Honest to God, if it wasn't going to be a Chanel, at least it was champagne and roses. So I was like, this is insane. Like, I loved it. It was so beautiful. I still have my roses. They're stunning. Those are, like, probably the prettiest roses I've ever seen in my life. Just, like, his florist was, like, top notch. Everybody I called was like, oh, my God. And I was like, but like I told you guys, I wasn't dating bum ass motherfuckers anymore. So we kind of expected this from him, right? You know, like I'm still over there like, am I getting a Chanel soon? Okay, so that's a little preview on London on the track. He's a he's a good guy. So, oh, I totally forgot. Saturday, he's like, so that was Friday, my birthday. And then I went out and had a really nice dinner. And it was really, really fun night. Okay, loved it. And then Saturday... Earlier in the week, he was like, I want to take you on a surprise for your birthday on Saturday. And I was like, okay, fine. Like, I'll give you my Saturday night if you said you're going to take me on a surprise. Like, why not? You know what I mean? Why the fuck not? So Saturday night rolls around. I get told no information, just what time to be ready, how to dress, how to look. And that's about it. He wasn't like, look fucking good, bitch. No, but he was just like, this is the dress code and this is that. And I was like, okay, perfect. Fine letting him take me out on a Saturday night. So Saturday comes around and I am hung over. I am not feeling great because I had drank so much the night before because, oh, I forgot to mention at my birthday dinner, so many tables were sending us drinks, like so many. I ended the night like at this table with a bunch of Irish men talking to the Irish men. It was just like such a weird fucking experience. But they were like buying us really nice shots of tequila because they were like, it's your birthday. And our waitress came up to us and was like, I just want to let you guys know like those were $60 shots of tequila you were taking. It's probably one of our nicest tequilas. And I was like, as as we should be, like charge up the fucking Irish men. That's about that. And so we sat for a minute with the Irish men and then we had another table sending us drinks as well so yeah I did forget to mention a big part of my birthday was just a bunch of tables were sending us drinks at Gibson's Italia because that's where I went to dinner and like we love that like how the fuck could we not love that anyways so I got very drunk very very drunk and I get the worst hangover so I'm like hungover on this Saturday right so anyways he comes and picks me up in his nice ass little car and we're headed on this date and I'm like, where are we going? In the back of my mind, I'm like, is he gonna human traffic me? Like, is he going to kill me? You know, we've only known each other 
barely like six days at this point. Is this fucker going to kill me? You know, you never know. But then I like looked at him. I'm like, he I don't feel like he has it in him. Like he doesn't have it in him to kill me. Like, so uh, yeah, whatever. So he didn't kill me and he took me to a little speakeasy because I like speakeasies and he took me to a really cute one in Wicker Park. Normally I'm like, fuck Wicker Park. God, no. You know what I mean? But he, this speakeasy was like the bougiest little speakeasy I've ever seen. He's like, I did my research. He's a very big research guy. He's like, I did all my research on this place. I like the ambiance, the vibe. Yeah, he says things like ambiance. He's definitely different than my normal type. If he's using the word ambiance, the guys I fucked with in the past had no idea what the word ambiance meant whatsoever. So this is, we love London on the track, but we hate him. And I'll get into why we hate him. So we're at this little beautiful speakeasy. We're drinking, we're living it up we're having the time of our lives he cannot stop complimenting me and I'm like as you should king no but we're just having a good time and so he surprised me with a little speakeasy I was thrown off a little bit I was expecting a Chanel when I got in the car I was expecting a Chanel purse and I didn't get one and I'm not mad about it it's fine no I'm kidding I'm kidding I wasn't expecting a Chanel purse you guys are like you were and you have to say I'm kidding so you don't sound like a psycho bitch I just have these high ass expectations and I don't know where they came from they came from my mother they came from my mother anyways we're going home we're not home together so I am like very grateful he brought me roses I am very grateful he bought me champagne and I am very grateful that he took me out twice within a week and like wanted to celebrate my birthday and is like so nice and so kind but I'm not going to fuck him. Let's get that right. I am super grateful, but I'm not going to open my legs for these this fucker, okay? it's We've known each other a week. I can't tell if this motherfucker is even ugly or not. You know what I mean? Where you're just like, I kind of like him, but like, is he ugly? I'm going back and forth in my head. I'm like, is he fucking ugly? He's driving me home. We're listening to music and I'm like looking at him. I'm like, is he ugly? Like, I genuinely cannot tell. You know when you just like, can't fucking tell? Sometimes you're like, um, what? So I'm just like, I cannot tell if I like him or if he's ugly and I hate him. So that's just like an internal battle in my mind. I'm like, do I love him and I want to get married and he's the sexiest man I've ever seen? Or is he so fucking ugly and I hate him? I'm like genuinely in the car, like looking at him like, I swear to God, you might be the ugliest motherfucker in the world. And then I'm also like, on the other hand, like, he might be the most handsome man. Why is he not on the cover of Vogue? Just because I'm so back and forth. I have an internal battle when I'm on dates of like if I like them or if I hate them. So I still I still genuinely can't tell. And the liquor isn't helping. I'm like sitting there with a fucking margarita deep in my system. And I'm like, is he ugly as shit? Somebody help me. So we pull up in front of my place and he's like, Livy, am I going to be able to come upstairs and see the roses? And I'm like, I literally look at him. I'm like, (laughs) no. And he threw what I call a temper tantrum. This fucker was like, what? Oh, he's London. So he's like, oh, what, Livy? What do you mean? I can't come see the roses. And I'm like, London on the track, shut the fuck up. Like, you're not coming upstairs to see my roses. And he's like, come on. I just want to see the roses, nothing more. And I'm like, it's 2.30 in the fucking morning and there's a bed in the center of my apartment. What do you mean nothing more? Like, we're just going to sit and chill? No. Also, I know myself. I bring you up to my apartment. I am fucking the shit out of you. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about that. I am going to fuck your brains out because I am, it's late and I'm horny and I, like, if you're in the middle of my apartment, I'm like, all right, whatever. Might as well fuck him. So, 
I'm like, no, like you can't come upstairs. And he's like, but why? Like Libby, why? So now he's pissing me off. And I'm like, listen, London on the track. If everybody got to see my roses, it wouldn't be that special, would it? Huh? And so I'm getting mad at him. And he's like, no, I would not judge you. I would not judge you at all. And we're using roses as a metaphor at this point. And I'm getting even more pissed. And I'm like, not everybody gets to see these fucking roses, London. Not everybody gets to see them, okay? And just because you got me this roses doesn't mean you're able to see all of my roses, okay? And he's like, I don't want to see all your roses. I just want a matcha upstairs. I just want to hang out with you. And I'm like, you're fucking lying. He's literally making up every excuse in the book to try and come upstairs. I'm getting even more and more annoyed and he's like grabbing me like I'm trying I'm like forget it like stop talking to me I don't want to keep talking about this and I'm walking away from his car and he's like grabbing my hips he's like Livy I'm sorry I didn't mean to do that companies just have a hug goodbye and I was like and then I like give him a hug goodbye he's like are you sure you don't want to let me upstairs and see those roses I'm like you're not seeing my fucking roses tonight dude literally shut the fuck up so now I'm pissed at this point right I'm very pissed I'm like stop fucking asking to see my roses and like just because you bought me roses doesn't mean like this man totally thought I was going to fuck the shit out of him because he bought me probably like hundred dollar roses and a fucking nice ass bottle of champagne. Baby, no, like these are not diamonds. And even if they were, I'm not opening my legs for you. I've known you a week. God, I haven't even told you about my sexual assault trauma yet. Relax. So I go upstairs and I'm like, God, that was so disgusting. And <laughs> I'm like taking off my makeup. I'm like, this fucker. I'm like texting on my friends. Like, yeah, you just ruined the fucking night. I get a call from London on the track. And London on the track is like, Livy, I really wanted to see those roses tonight. And I'm like, I get it. You really wanted to see these roses. I'm even getting more upset. And he was like, he's like, I just wanted, how was I supposed to know if you liked me or not if I didn't see the ro- your roses? And that pissed me off so much. And I was like, I cleared a Saturday for you, like a Saturday for you, motherfucker. And you have the nerve to ask me if I'm interested in you. Like who gets Saturdays from me that are men? Nobody. All of my friends only get my Saturdays. You're like, okay, you're insane. You gave him a Saturday, bitch. Relax. But like not everyone gets a fucking Saturday. And this ungrateful fuck is like, how am I supposed to know if you like me if you're not popping pussy for me? Fuck you. Literally, fuck you. So we're on the phone even longer. And I'm just like, literally forget it. Like just shut the fuck up. So I go to sleep. I wake up the next day and I'm like, I had a really bad taste in my mouth about London on the track last night. Like, I'm just not happy. I'm FaceTiming all my friends. And I'm like, I just can't fuck with this guy. So then Sunday is (laughs) probably like one of the craziest days I've had in a while. Let's talk about Sunday. So I wake up Sunday around 11 because I didn't get home till like 2.30. You're like, you don't have to explain your sleep to us. No one gives a fuck. Anyways, and... I get a text from one of my friends and she's like, okay, we have brunch at 1.30. Get ready. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So I'm like, okay, perfect. Getting ready for brunch. And then I'm meeting up with my other friend at brunch too. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be fun. This is going to be a fun little day. Just like a little brunch. You know, it's just a little Sunday fun day. Just a little brunch. You know, that's exactly what I'm thinking is just I'm doing a brunch on Sunday. You're like, why have you told us seven fucking times you're doing a brunch on Sunday? Because that's not all that happened on Sunday. And if you follow my Instagram you probably saw my Sunday play out because I decided to post every single thing because I was drunk. So I started my Sunday off at Maple and Ash. I've talked about Maple and Ash before. Maple and Ash is my vibe. Maple and Ash is my spot. Maple and Ash is like, 
if Maple and Ash was a man, I would be sucking his dick daily. That's basically how I want to describe Maple and Ash to all of you. So we started off with a brunch with my two friends at Maple and Ash. At this point, I'm a mimosa and an espresso martini with tequila deep. And if you know me, one drink is enough to get me fucked up. And I'm like, okay. So at brunch, we're all like, all right, this is fun. This is great. And then they're like, you know what? Let's go down the block and get more drinks at Tavern on Rush. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah, perfect. So we had to a second place after this really nice brunch. Like guys, get the sushi at Maple and Ash. It's so fucking good. Once again, I'm not food advisor, but like I'm eating a bunch of sushi, like a lobster roll, drinking my mimosa, living my best life at Maple and Ash. And then we head over to another spot called Tavern on Rush to continuously drink more. There, I'm At this point, there's this tequila drink in front of me. There's another mimosa. And we're just having the time of our lives at this point. We're laughing. We're taking TikToks. We're taking videos. And I'm like, this is just such a fucking vibe. So then... After that, we decide, you know what, tavern, cool, cute little vibe. There was a little puppy there, all fun and games. We decide to go to this place on the beach, on Oak Street Beach called Whispers. It's like a beachfront restaurant. I don't know why it took me a minute to think of fucking restaurant. So then we head on over to Whispers. At this point, we're pounding shots. I'm like, I'm fucked up, okay? We've been going since one in the afternoon. I'm fucked up at this point. It has to be four or 5 p.m. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I am so drunk at this point. And then I'm pounding mojitos. Oh, their mojitos have to be some of the best mojitos I've ever had. It was like so good. So here's where London on the track comes into play. London on the track is like, come to clutch, come to this club clutch. He's like, come to clutch. And as he's texting me, come to clutch, my friends and I are like, they're like, let's go to clutch. Like, I think we should go to clutch. And I'm like, fuck me in the ass. The last person I want to run in today is the fucking London on the track. I don't want to see London on the track at all today. And because I'm already drunk. And I'm just hating him. You know, I'm just, I'm fucking burning with rage for him. So, no, it's not even that serious. He kind of apologized for how he acted and, but not like enough, you know, not enough for me to be like, oh, London on the track, let's fucking kiss and make out at clutch. So I'm like, no, no. So we're at this ocean front. There's no fucking ocean in Chicago, Libby. There's literally no ocean in Chicago. I'm at this lake front, very nice little place. And everyone's like, let's go to clutch. Like, we're, like, come on, let's go to clutch. And I'm like, fuck me in the ass. I'm going to run into London at the track at clutch. So I'm, I'm drunk at this point. Right. And we're all headed to clutch. And then I am inside the clutch, the club, and I see London on the track. And do you know what I do? I pretend like I don't. I think I made direct eye contact with this fucker too. I act as if I didn't see him. So I go to the bathroom with one of my friends. We come back out. I make even worse eye contact with him. I look at him directly in his eyes and I'm drunk at this point. So I'm thinking I'm playing this off so well. I'm like, he did not see me. I'm in a bright pink dress. He definitely saw my Instagram story of me wearing that bright pink dress. And I looked directly into his eyes and looked away and walked away and walked towards my friends when I could have easily walked towards him and said hello. Because I'm a bitch and I just did not want to speak to him. I don't know. I was just like, he's not the vibe of my Sunday. You know, like he's not what I want for my Sunday right now. And I'm also pretty drunk. So I'm not thinking clearly either. So I fully ignored the fuck out of him. And 
in my head, I'm like, Livy, you played that off so well, bitch. And then I realized I did not. I did not play that off well at all. I looked him directly in the eye, looked away, and walked away. Because I just didn't really want to speak to him. And I don't have to explain myself. So after Clutch, we're hungry. We're like, you know what? We've been out since one. It's probably seven at this point. Let's go to this. I'm even going to fucking butcher the name of it. But it's such a good place. And the gold goes, Lee Colonial. It's like, I want to say Thai fusion place. They have some of the best passion fruit lychee martinis ever so there we are getting even more fucking drunk at this place and it's so fun we're eating we're drinking we're having a great time I'm living my best life at this point right and then I'm like oh my god I'm starting to be like holy fuck I've been out since 1 p.m and it's like nine it's nine at this point I'm like how the fuck what the fuck happened today? But it's still love, fun, great vibes, peace, love, and fun vibes, if you know what I mean. And then we end up at where we started, Maple and fucking Ash. If it was a man, I'd be sucking his dick nonstop. I love Maple and Ash. I don't know what it is. I love it, but their drinks get me way too fucked up. They, their drinks have always got me fucked up. So I'm still pretty drunk at Maple and Ash. And then like they're celebrating my birthday again. They're, everyone's singing. I'm living my best life. I'm like, yes, we're eating sundaes and french fries and cake. And I'm like, this is how I want to spend every day. This is how I deserve to spend every day. That's just about that. And that's how I wrapped up that night. I got home at like 1130 and I was like, fuck, I have to be up so early tomorrow. But my Sunday was a little bit crazy. I definitely toured Chicago. Not really like, but it was a lot of fucking fun. And that was like such a fun little birthday celebration. So when I tell you I've been celebrating my birthday all fucking weekend, all fucking weekend. And Sunday was very extreme. Monday night, you guys, I know you all remember my twin flame. You guys, my twin flame reached out to me after I led him on red. You're like, what did he say? Was he like, yes, we're twin flames and let's get married. No, not at all. He said, happy B-Day and couldn't even spell out birthday because he's illiterate. And you know what? It made me warm and fuzzy inside. And I was like, he knows. He knows we're twin flames. He knows. He loves me. Um, But then we did get in a fight and he told me he I needed therapy and I told him he has toxic masculinity but you know what that's just about that with my twin flame so we are and I was like I'm already in fucking therapy bitch like you need therapy because you have toxic masculinity I don't know how we got from happy birthday to um me needing therapy and me calling him toxic as fuck so I love him I am in love with him and I will continue to be in love with him <laughs> um and so yeah I'm like over London on the track though because he like really pissed me off and Saturday night and I was like my twin flame what a little bitch he knew I was dating somebody new and had to come and insert himself what a fucking bitch but god do I love him I don't actually love him like I like don't like I'm crazy but like I'm not that fucking crazy like I literally don't love him but you know what I mean? Like, I fucking love him. So that is it for my weekend. Oh, I fucking dyed my hair. Darker than I expected, but it is what it is. And yeah, I look stunning. How could I not? 
All right. Now that I've done like a 20 minute fucking week intro, it's just like that whole past week of my life has been very crazy. Let's get into. Oh, my God. I'm sitting on my desk chair right now when it's squeaking. I've never felt like a fatter bitch in my life because it's it's like, okay, you've never made this sound before. But as soon as I'm sitting on it right now, you want to make all these fucking noises and make me feel like the fattest bitch in the game. Fuck you. So. The reason I'm making this episode is because I'm just now getting back out there. And I know it's been kind of hard for me, like getting out there dating wise. You're like getting out where, bitch? So I'm going to give you some dating tips, whether you're dating for the first time since the panorama or you just haven't dated in a while and you just or you just like want to hear about me talk about dating. Like, let's get into my dating things. So meeting men, guys, get your fucking meeting men or women because I don't judge and I support both. Happy Pride Month, everybody. So meeting men, dating apps, get your ass on the dating apps. I don't fucking like those. I've talked about them before. I don't like them. I like Instagram as my dating app. That's the only one I use. But for you guys, if you like a dating app, go fucking nuts on them. Have a date every week so you don't have to pay for groceries every day of the week. I mean, like go absolutely nuts. If you don't fuck with dating apps and you're like me, have a girl's night at a bar and go out there. Recommend I have a rule where it's like, you're never going to meet your husband in the club. Like that's just always been my rule. It's like, come on, you're not going to meet your husband in the club, right? So I suggest a bar night. You're like, not the club, but the bar. It's totally a different vibe. They're just two completely different vibes. So have a girl's night and get out there and talk to as many men as possible. And if you're like, how the fuck do I approach a man? Like Livy, what do I say? These are some things I would say. And mind you, I feel like this advice is like a little bit like I'm probably the most crazy, cocky, confident person there is. Like I truly think I'm the best thing that's ever happened to this world. And I still stand by that. So like some of the things I'm going to say, you might not want to say, but I'm trying to like make it as everybody can say. But like be confident because they fucking love that. Literally just walk up to him. I'd say something like, I saw you from across the bar and I'm here to save you from any, wait, let me do it more naturally. Cause like, this isn't feeling natural to me. I'd be like, oh my God. Hey. So like, I saw you across the bar and like, I'm here to save you from any further boring conversations you're about to have. Like I'm here to save your night. Or I would just literally, if I'm drunk enough, I would literally walk up to him and be like, I'm here. I'm Livy. What's up? And then we would just get to talking. But I don't recommend that one. I literally don't recommend that one. And just introduce yourself. Be like, hey, I'm Livy. I saw you from across the bar. I'm here to save you from any further boring conversations you're going to have tonight. Like, let's get to know each other kind of thing. That's what I would do. Within five minutes, you're going to know if he's a vibe or not. And if he's not a vibe, quickly dip. Go to his best friend. I'm all about fucking the friends, okay? If he's not a vibe and you look and you're like, wow, his best friend is so hot, go suck his dick in the bathroom. I don't care what you do it's hot girl summer get out there so also how to get him to like text you the next day I would easily be like what's your number I want to get to know you better like we need to go on a date I want to meet you somewhere that's not this trashy fucking bar we're in like what's your number or like do you have snap and if he's like if if you're not comfortable being like what's your number you can always be like do you have snap I would personally never ask him if they had snap because that's absolutely pathetic um, you're like, so why did you tell us to ask him if he had snap? If you're just not as comfortable, I just also like everybody knows I fucking hate Snapchat. Like I literally hate Snapchat and I think it's for pussy ass men and that's about it. But if you're not confident being like, Hey, what's your number? Or Hey, give me your phone. I want to put my number in your phone. If they haven't already asked, like I feel like which they should have already asked. 
be like, hey, what's your snap? That's a quick, easy scan the phone. You add each other. That's about that. Or like, hey, let me put my number in your phone. I'm a big, hey, like, where's your phone? You need my phone number, bitch. If they're feeling it, don't be like, I'm only that aggressive if they're like feeling me. I'm not like, we're not speaking. And I'm like, where the fuck is your phone? I want to put my number in it. Like, that's not it. Okay. I am just a little bit more aggressive and a little bit more forward only if we're vibing and getting along. Like, don't be doing these things if you guys aren't like having consistent communication and like talking to each other throughout the night. So also I said confidence is literally everything. Like your confidence speaks for you. Stop waiting for guys to come and talk to you. Like if you think he's cute and you want to talk to him, fucking approach him. I don't wait for the ones that I think are cute. I will do like a look across the bar and like we'll make eye contact or the club and I'll like do like a little finger motion that's like come here like come here come here bitch come on little bitch get the fuck over here no could you imagine if I did do that like I'm like I'm a little aggressive but like not that bad no but like just a little like come here come here you know like come on or just like a little like smile and like wink wait smile like just like a little Like one of those, like a giggle. You're like, nobody can see you. Literally living, nobody can see you. I will do like a smile and like a wink and like, come here. Like a little finger motion that's like, come on, come here. Like wave them over. Come here. I like to do that a lot. And then they'll come and talk to you. And if they ignore that, then it's like you never even did it. Who gives a fuck, right? So DM him first, approach him first, make a move and show you're interested. We just survived a fucking global pandemic. Like we're still surviving this global pandemic. There's no time to be a little bitch. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to put it straight up in your face. Why the fuck does my ice machine have to do that in the middle of this? Anyways, can't with this apartment. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not meant for this. So anyways, just like If you want something, make sure it happens. I'm very big on that. There's never one person that I'm like, oh my God, like I just like don't want to go talk to him. Like that's so embarrassing. I'm like, no, fuck that. He needs to know who I am. Like if I think he's cute, like we're going to get to know each other. And that's about that. So if you want something, it's up to you to make it happen. Like keep repeating to yourself, like I'm the baddest bitch in the game. I'm the baddest bitch in this club. Fuck all these hoes. And I'm going to go make my name known. Like just keep hyping yourself up while you go and talk to them. your confidence will always speak for itself I'm literally not even kidding you so what happens if you find a guy you like and you want him to ask you out say you find him in a bar on a dating app and this fucker is taking forever to ask you out okay I'd say something like if you're looking to be pen pals I'm not the one let's do dinner like something along those lines like if you're looking for a pen pal I'm the wrong fucking bitch for you like like ask me out already like I'm so fucking tired of this you're like this is not valid advice because not all of us are insane but I just am the one to be like I want to get off of here like let's do dinner or something I am so I don't want to keep texting you I want to get to see you in person I want to get to know you better get deep with it life is short we could die tomorrow I could get smacked by a fucking bus take me to Marg's baby something like that you know what I mean I'm kidding don't say that but I've also started not responding to them and whenever I don't respond I feel like they know I'm getting fed up and they need to plan something ASAP example London on the track him and I were talking for months before we went on a date partially because I'm a little bitch and I didn't want to see him and partially because he's a whore um I don't have any valid evidence to back up why he's a whore he's just a whore so he was texting me and I was just, <laughs> I was just leaving him on red. Cause I was like, he was like saying things and I was just like, 
okay. Like, for example, he was like, come to Joy District tonight. That's not I should have known. That's the biggest red flag I've ever seen in a man. And he's telling me to come to the worst club in Chicago. And I just kept leaving. <laughs> I just kept leaving him on red. And he was like, I feel like my chance with you is really slipping through my fingers. Want to do margaritas this Sunday. So that's how I kind of got him to realize I don't fuck with your weird little shit that you're asking me to do. Like, if they're inviting you to do something you don't want to do, turn on those red receipts and leave them on red. They'll get the hint that that's not what you're about. Because I easily could have answered him like, no, thanks. I'm good. But like leaving him on, him on red on that, like telling me to come to a club is a little bit more powerful. It's like, who the fuck do you think? I, what the fuck do I look like to you? You think I'm going to just meet you at this club right now? No, take me to fucking dinner. And that's that. So leaving them on red in specific moments and like showing them you're getting fed up and like the more you pull your energy away from them, the more they'll want you. And I hate giving that fucking advice because it's so stupid, but it's honest to God true. So yeah, visibly leave them on red often. It is my favorite thing. I do that with my twin flame a lot. I'm not going to lie. I leave him on red often. And you want to know why I leave him on red often? Because when him and I used to talk, he would be like, a year ago he would be like honest he'd be like, can you please stop leaving me on red that's so annoying like I hate when you do that I'm gonna match that energy if you keep doing that and I was like oh my god baby like I'm never gonna leave you on red again a year later I cannot stop leaving that fucker on red and I know it pisses him off so much and that's exactly why I do it so just keep leaving him on red you're like so you know what he hates and you do it anyways yeah he's my twin flame I'm supposed to fuck around with him anyways don't waste your time on one boy like continue to date around I definitely after London on the track gave me the flowers and champagne I was like am I getting married like you know what I mean like in your head like in my head specifically I'm like am I engaged right now like am I getting fucking married to him because he did just get me like fucking nice ass flowers and champagne nicest thing someone's ever done for me not the nicest thing someone's ever done for me one of the nicest things ever someone's ever done for me so I'm in my head I'm like holy fuck, like I'm engaged. And then I had like a Nobu date later that week scheduled and I was like, do I even go on it? And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, I go on it. He got me fucking roses. It wasn't a diamond necklace and he didn't ask me to be his girlfriend. Like that's just it. So no matter how nice one of them is treating you, continue to date around until you're officially a girlfriend because trust me, you're gonna wanna date around a lot before you get that title because I feel like once you get that title, you're gonna be like, God, I wish I fucking dated more just because you always want what you can't have. So just make sure to date around a lot and even if one one is like a specific contender and you really like him still continue to date around because to put your energy into one person is how we get what ladies our feelings fucking hurt so until you're a girlfriend and like I don't like this in between bullshit where it's like yeah he's my boyfriend like basically there is no basically either I am or I am not your girlfriend like and you're gonna ask me in a specific way and that's that so have a mindset that you just know all these motherfuckers want you and it just comes down to which one impresses you more, which one you have the better connection with and which one you want. So it's like, know in your mind, like I can have any of these motherfuckers. Like you guys know my saying, there's a million motherfuckers in this world and I can have any of them. And it just comes down to which one is impressing me the more, which one's putting in the most effort and which one do I have the bomb ass connection with that I want to be with. Like I know everybody wants me, but who do I want is what it really matters. So just keep having that mindset. Like this is really the hunger games for me this summer. I feel like all these men just coming into my life and I'm just like, no, you're gone. You're gone. You're gone. Because it depends on who I want also fuck your usual type this is something I am now getting used to and I did like this when I like I did write this when I liked London on the track a little bit better so 
It's no secret what my type was, you guys. It was no secrets. I like rich men. No, I'm kidding. He's rich. Nope. Sorry. Oh my God. I like more of an. Huh. I don't like to. I like an athlete. An athlete is normally my type. I'm not into the finance bros because I just. They fucking annoy me. Something about an athlete is what I really liked. So I'd occasionally date outside that athlete stereotype, but I knew I would never take that person seriously. So like back in September when I was talking to this guy, I was like, yeah, like he's good to like talk to and go on dates and shit with, but like I know I'm never going to date him. Like I just knew I was never going to date someone that was outside of my type just because I didn't really want to. And I... Because I like a certain kind of lifestyle. Like, and that's the thing is, you're like, okay, we get it. You're a bougie little cunt. And I like a bougie little lifestyle. So I would not date them if they were not my type. And like, I was very specific on my type. And I just date them as in like an official relationship. Yeah, I'll fuck around with you if you're not my usual type. Because I know it's never going to be anything serious. But if you weren't my usual type, probably not going to date you, right? So London on the track is the first guy that I gave a chance to who was outside of my usual type like he's not my usual type as well as like Nobu guy is a lawyer like these are guys that are more higher up in the world that still have that nice lifestyle and that's what I like about God you're like Jesus fuck I'm like sounding like the biggest gold digger alive I'm not I just have a really nice lifestyle and I like when they match that that's about it okay so London on the track he is not an athlete god I didn't mean to laugh like that I'm such a bitch but he's not and he's like one of the first guys that I've like talked to that was really outside of my typical type of being the fucking athlete and you know what it's better you want to know why because he still has that nice ass lifestyle that most of the guys I used to talk to have and he actually has brain cells like he actually has a functioning brain where I can hear him talk you like when he we can have good and deep conversations but London on the track is canceled as as of now so like don't hold your breath on him ladies and gentlemen because I ain't cut that motherfucker to the curb but who knows he could make an appearance again and so what I'm trying to say is like fuck your usual type if you normally have a type that you always go for try something new because you'll be surprised like I was very surprised with London on the track I was like this motherfucker is actually intelligent so yeah go outside your normal box and he still has everything else I wanted so I feel like you have to value things and it's like okay he might not be that normal type that you like but he has everything else that you normally like so like go with that person and just try to be outside your box a little bit more and your type a little bit more and I feel like you'll be happier in your dating life is what I've noticed because the fucking idiots I dated they were not capable of having conversations I carried the whole relationship like they'd reach out and try they'd reach out try and see me and like plan dates and stuff but when I'm the only one talking and like that is so fucking boring for me and it was just so annoying I'm like you literally have two brain cells like I don't care what you do for your work and how cool you might think you are if you have genuinely two brain cells I there is no relationship there there is no fucking way I can do this so I need like to be actually I know this is gonna sound surprising to you I need to be intellectually challenged like I like to go on deep conversations I like to talk about things that have meaning behind them I like deep shit okay I don't like to just sit there and yeah I really love 
Prada. Like, I literally love Prada bags so much. I'm like, no, let's talk about global fucking warming. Let me see your point of view on it. You know what I mean? I want to talk about deep shit. Tell me about your childhood trauma. I want to know so much more about your childhood trauma, okay? Let's go deep. And we're like, I don't have time to just sit and look cute. I mean, I have all the time in the world to sit and look cute, but... I don't like to like be on dates with someone who they genuinely have no fucking brain cells. And I'm like, all right, you guys are fucking idiots. I cannot do this. So go outside your comfort zone, date people who you usually aren't your type, and you'll be surprised, baby girl. You'll be like, wow, I fuck with these guys. Because clearly, if your usual type isn't working, it's not you, it's them. So you need to broaden your horizons and go outside of your box. Oh, go on the first date. This was so hard for me. I fucking hate first dates. If you follow me on TikTok, you know I fucking hate first dates. I just can't be bothered with them because I just don't love the idea of wasting my time. I'm very big on my time. My time is money. I don't want to waste my time. So I talk to them for a lot before like I actually go on a date with them. But my advice to you is go on the damn date. Like just go on the first date, get it the fuck over with and do it. Okay. You have to remember who the fuck you are. You know, you think you're nervous? Imagine them sitting across from the baddest bitch in the world. Intelligent, smart, funny, amazing. They have to sit across from that. Imagine how nervous they are, okay? I promise you they're 20 times more nervous than you, okay? You're the baddest bitch and they're the lucky ones to be able to go on the date with you. So I personally have to find something that will get me through the night. For example, when I went on the first date with London on the track, I was like, we're going to a place that has my favorite margaritas. So I just kept reminding myself how much I love those margaritas. And I was like, okay, you know what? Worst comes to worst. I'm drinking my favorite margarita. Like I fucking love these margaritas. I'm drinking my favorite margarita. Whatever is what it is. I had to give myself something to be happy with. Okay. And like, you know what I mean? If you like fucking buffalo wings is where you're going to speak. At least I'm getting my favorite wings. At least I'm getting that. Also, if it's a free meal, Okay, it's one night with a free meal. And if it isn't a free meal, block him because we are not splitting the check. Okay, the feminism leaves my fucking body if they ever ask me. I will not date somebody. I will not go on a second date with somebody if they ask me to split the check. That is so gross to me. I don't know. It's just absolutely repulsive to me. Not my vibe. You will not see me splitting a check. (laughs) Not over here. I just think it's a respect thing. You're like, no, you're just a bitch. Anyways. Have enough faith in yourself that you'll get through the conversations. Like when I was talking to the um, idiots that I used to date, I was like, okay, I know I'll get us through these conversations because like I'm a smart, intelligent ass bitch and like we'll have something to talk about because I can carry a conversation. So like have confidence in yourself. Like if you're worried about the conversations or anything, like, you know what? I'll be able to get us through this because I'm that bitch. I'm smart. I'm intelligent. And I know what the fuck I'm talking about. So I can get us through this. Right. So fuck them. I'm the worst. I'm like, fuck whoever you're going on a date with. At least you love yourself. Also view it as a friend thing. Okay. It's a lot less pressure when you're like, I'm just meeting up with like a new friend. Like this guy could just be like a great friend instead of being like, I'm on a date. Oh my God. And like all nervous and shit. Like, no, I was like, I will get a good friend out of this. Worst comes to worst. I'll get a good friend there. Don't tell them that. Don't be like, Hey buddy. Hey pal. But I just like to view things more as like a friend kind of thing. Cause it's a lot less pressure. Cause I mean like you, there really is nothing like you're not, it's not like the fucking like marriage, you're getting an arranged marriage. And if you are, I'm sorry, but it's not like you're going there to like get, meet your future husband. And if you do, that's great. But if you don't, that's also fine. You know, like it's a lot less pressure when you're like, this person could be a good friend. 
also tell you talk yourself up like before the date be like I'm perfect he's so like I'm perfect I'm amazing he's so lucky to be even sitting across from me what a lucky guy like I'm amazing I'm perfect I'm amazing I'm perfect like do some fucking affirmations and be like I'm the best thing that's ever gonna fucking happen to this man and he only gets one date with me as of now you know like really fucking hype yourself up because the more you hype yourself up the better your energy is gonna come across and you're gonna seem more confident and you're gonna have just way more fun that's my advice for getting out there and becoming a bad bitch in the dating realm. It's like, just fucking go out there and live your life and do it and like be bold and take chances. And that's about that. Remember when I said I was bringing midday matcha must-haves back? Honest to God, I'm over it. I'm absolutely over it. I'm absolutely over it. So I'm not going to be bringing those back. I'm also a little highly caffeinated today. And I'm also still so fucking exhausted. So that is that for this week's episode of Midday Matcha with Livy. Clearly I am fucking Livy. Don't forget you're a bad bitch. If you want more of me, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at SheIsLivy, as well as my YouTube channel. It's Livy Bitch. As well, I didn't film a birthday vlog because I just didn't. I just didn't do it, and I'm sorry. And as well as you can follow me on, those are the only two. What if I was like my Facebook? No, fuck Facebook. Anyways, I love every single one of you. I hope you remember you're the baddest bitch in the game. Yeah, go look at my Instagram content because my birthday dress was absolutely stunning. So I love every single one of you. Have a great night, day, night, evening, whenever the fuck you're listening to this. And I love you.